Hey everybody, tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. If you have something you want to promote, maybe a small business, maybe an event coming up, maybe a project that you're doing and you want people to know about it, and you need some inexpensive swag to hand out to people, you, my friend, need some custom pin-on buttons. Lone Star Buttons offers all kinds of products, not just buttons in different sizes and shapes, but also they do magnets, mirrors, bottle openers, Stuff like that, you know? It's the perfect thing to sling around town, and it won't break the bank. To get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, you can go to the website at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com, or if you want to speak to the head honcho, Adam Stimpy Jones, you can call him on his personal cellular device at 281-798-1996. Use the coupon code, I want to suck on your hairy tits, and get some buttons thrown in for free. We're also brought to you by Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. It's never going to get old, people. Uh, do you have home insurance, flood insurance, auto insurance, or renter's insurance? You should if you don't. But if you do and you want to save some money, or if you don't and you want great prices for great quality, give Jessica Dieter a call at 281-607-5263. She will scour the earth. For great rates on your home, flood, auto, or renter's insurance. It's her job. It's what she does. Let her save you some cash. Be like getting a little raise in life. Also, if you want to take part in the podcast, send our send over an email to rotwpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us friend questions, um, stories for the show, or just general bullshit. Whatever you want us to read. We will cover it on the air. That's rotwpodcast at gmail.com also we have a couple things coming up uh actually i personally gabe dieter have some things coming up uh it's been a while stepped away from the art scene for a little bit but uh looks like i'm gonna make a bit of a run here and next episode i will fill you in with the details once everything's set in stone um one exciting thing that's happened i recently got my screen printed posters back they're pretty badass. Uh, one un- unexpected thing that happened was I got some a limited run done on this really badass gold paper. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to show people because uh, it's kind of been under wraps for about four months while the process has been happening uh, slowly but surely. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, stay tuned. Um yeah, it's going to be fun. All right, on to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Thanks for listening to Revenge of the World podcast, episode 146. Are you sure? It's 146, according right. to the document. Okay, awesome. <laughs> 146. Yeah, I know. I'm glad, I'm, glad I'm stepping right into a pile of dog shit. Yeah, I had to, had to bang the barnacles off to see what the number was, man. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah. No fault of mine. <laughs> no. I assure you. No, no, just kidding. It's largely my fault. Brennan's been a-working. Yeah, yeah. What's up, dude? What's up? Oh, uh, God. I moved. <laughs> Yeah, you're shacking up with the old lady now, yeah, huh? Yeah, shacking up with the old lady. Uh, yeah, uh, 
So the first two weeks, I hated it. Yeah, like absolutely. Like it sounded like you were having problems. I was having a hard time, man. I I, I haven't lived like in a city like in ten years. Yeah, you know, like I I've either lived in you know Pasadena, which is fairly you know suburban, or you know Pearland, or yeah. you know in Shepherd, which was very very rural. You know, so I I didn't spend a lot of time in Houston, yeah. and you know, kind of acclimating was real difficult for me. You know, like I was just just like driving around and stuff. I felt like an old man or something. Like everything yeah. was just like moving really fast around me all the time. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you know. And uh, like in the first, I think in the second week, uh, my car got broken into, as it will, and somebody stole six dollars from me. Uh, two of which was a two dollar bill. Oh god! <laughs> Bad luck on them. Huh? Yeah. Um. Someone stole one of my eBay packages. Damn it! Was it, what Simpson character was it? It was uh, Officer Lou. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How did I know? Yeah. It was. It was. It was like the first package that I had sent to the house, and it was just you know swiped off the front porch. Nice. You know, ironically enough, they stole a police officer from. Yeah, it's buzzing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor Officer Lou never made it into your hot little hands, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. I could probably find another one pretty cheap, but that one I got for six bucks. So Ooh, that was like it was it was a hurts. little little bit of a steal. Yeah. So, so you got six dollars stolen and a six and then a six dollar figure. figure. Yeah. What's the next? Six? I, I, I need one more six to complete the triumvirate of the beast. Go get uh, uh <laughs> go get some uh go get two jars of uh Fiesta hot sauce and that'll be six dollars <laughs> and sixty six cents. Okay, good to know. If the, those are '90s prices, yeah, so, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, every time I drive in Houston, I'm like, oh god, thank God I don't live here yeah. anymore. <laughs> well, here's the thing though: is like now I'm starting to like it. Yeah, like uh, a few weeks, oh, like about two weeks ago, I got a bike. Yeah, like so I went, I went from hating everything to owning a fixed gear bicycle. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and. Now I have a favorite vegan juice place that also sells records. <laughs> oh man! Like within four weeks. Wow, I, that's all it took. I've just started evolving into interloop trash. <laughs> wow. And like I used to hate those people, but now I completely get how it happens. Yeah. You know, because I live five miles from everything I like. Uh huh. You know, like I, I I can get anywhere that I want without getting in my car within thirty minutes to do anything that I really really like to do. Yeah. You know, so I, I can kind of understand how people could be like, why would you go anywhere else? Yeah. But you still need to go other places, you know, to maintain some semblance of reality and understanding what's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, 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 it's not all, you know, artisanal macaroon shops and stuff. You know? <laughs> like, has, <laughs> has anybody asked you to move yet since you have a hatchback? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for no, it. I'd, Wait I'd, for it. I don't have any friends there. <laughs> like, yeah. I have, like, people that I, like, sort of know, like, you know, through, I guess, podcast stuff, but that's, like, it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. And I haven't even, like, seen any of those people, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that that's the part I'm going to have to try to figure out next. <laughs> it's, like, a social life. Yeah. Because, but, I mean, so far, I, I'm really liking it because, you know, like, when Nathan comes to stay, like, there's parks 
like there's several parks that are within walking distance that are nice you mm-hmm. know so i can take him out to do stuff like we went to the manila and did, like pokemon hunting the other day and oh nice you know and take him to get ice cream and, like these like little ice cream places and stuff and like there's a lot of stuff to do with a kid you know which i didn't really have in Pearland. like have you taken him to amy's yet uh no i didn't take him to amy's i took him to it's fat. not what it, it's not what it used to be. no it's really not uh <laughs> we went not too long ago it's not that great we yeah. went to uh, fat cat actually though oh okay. on 19th street and that place is really good and he he liked that a lot nice but yeah, there's like there's like so much stuff to do like with a kid that's convenient, you know. Mm-hmm. Like whereas in Pearland, it was hard to do anything because all there is to do out there is shop. Yeah, you know, there's not just like stuff to do. Yeah. So that that's been a lot of fun, like just kind of hanging out with him and getting to take him places and you know just do things that we couldn't really do before. That's cool. Without it being like a huge ordeal, like you know, going to the children's museum before would have been like you know an all day affair that was just kind of a pain in the butt. But like now we can like just like Uber there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that's really nice. easy and it's really cool. And I don't know, I, I'm I'm getting to like it. I just I don't know. I've adjusted basically. Things have yeah. slowed down to my speed now. I can yeah. I can kind of navigate the world a little bit, and you know I'm I'm like finding things that I like to do and places that I like to go, and it's not that bad. Yeah, you that's know? cool. Well, uh, a taqueria opened down the street. So, oh really? Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing too shabby either. Yeah, is it good? <laughs> nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> They they misspelled ta- Takaria too, <laughs> so it's like T A K E R I. Oh no! <laughs> or however the fuck you spell it. Um, <laughs> That's a bummer. So yeah. Uh, what else? Um, somebody, some fucking douchebag or multiple douchebags spray painted all over this uh, giant fence down the street. Yeah, and it's like really pissing me off every time I drive by. <laughs> What, what, I got it, I got it, subur- suburb problems. Is uh, it like gang graffiti or is yeah it, yeah okay S- supposedly. Well, um, that's that's funny that I, you don't you don't really see much gang graffiti like no, down here anymore. No, no, you don't. Right. Um, but I lived I lived in this neighborhood when I used to go I used to go to sleep to the sound of gunfire. Yeah, like back when there were there <laughs> were sirens. gangs in this neighborhood. Like, it's like I lived in New York City. I could hear fucking. Yeah. ambulances and <laughs> just emer- <laughs> any type of emergency vehicle uh gunshots uh people yelling screaming yeah um it's not that bad now but i don't want it to get that bad yeah, again you don't want it to come back so i don't know man yeah the good old days weren't so good yeah uh oh um i hit up this restaurant uh it's been a couple weeks now but uh it was called uh, southern comfort kitchen Oh, yeah. And uh, comfort was spelled with a K. Okay. And uh, if you ever want to go to, have you ever been to a Bass Pro Shop? Yeah. You know how they have like a ton of taxidermy animals? Yeah. That's what this restaurant was. Really? Like it was a fucking zoo <laughs> full of taxidermy. And you wow. were just eating your food, looking at a fucking polar bear yeah. on the wall. Uh, Jeez. It's it's insane. That's, yeah, it's in Deer Park too, which I don't really, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't really go over there all that much. No. But uh, pretty, whole, pretty whole, strange, man. There's not a whole lot in Deer Park that you want to get into. No, there no. isn't. Uh, Especially with the the cops. Yeah. Um, I got excited at a little bit about the uh that botched uh police raid that Houston. Yeah. Uh, the the one that happened that we were talking about. Yeah, on yeah, the show? yeah. The one we practically put together on the yeah. show before it actually came out the one we blew a wide open <laughs> we cracked the case before the mainstream media yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah um so word on the street is 
the family's investigation uncovered that after after the scene was secured with with police tape and mm. and all the pictures had been taken all the evidence was gathered someone broke into the house and fired two rounds in the direction of where the police were standing right oh no uh so the scene now doesn't match the pictures that were taken yeah right after the the incident did anyone in the neighborhood hear it i don't know i haven't really looked that deep into it uh it's just you know one one development that caught my ear yeah i was like god damn they did the same thing on fucking la confidential <laughs> and that was set in the 50s why would you think that would work i know especially like after everything's like photographed you know you can, you can presumably see that stuff it makes me think was somebody gonna like take photos of that and like slip it into the evidence folder right <laughs> doesn't make sense nope so yeah we got a lot of thunder going on right here yeah we do can hear it um i don't know man what else we got uh what else has been going on in our lives i had a strange encounter with a man at the dump oh yeah you gotta tell me about this <laughs> okay uh so you know we've been doing like well we've been hauling off all the stuff from the demolition from the construction on the house yeah and uh i rented a like a big u-haul truck to get it all because it was just stored in the garage and you know, we didn't want to have a dumpster in front of the house because when you get a dumpster in front of the house, that's when you get city people driving around and asking about your permits. Yeah. Wink, wink. No so, permits. <laughs> anyway, uh, I rented a U-Haul truck. Okay. And, uh, you know, to haul off all the garbage, my dad helped me load it up and we were, it was a lot of stuff. It was like a huge pile, you know, probably I would say about three quarters of the size of this room and about four feet tall. And, uh, we loaded everything onto the truck and took it to the dump and uh we're like offloading all the stuff we, like we brought a wheelbarrow with us and uh you know some shovels and crap and some guy tried to steal our wheelbarrow and, what <laughs> well you know because we just we set it off to the side because it was kind of in the way uh-huh. and you know at the dump people scavenge you know like i, I threw like a this old like kind of rickety drawing table like off and you know i set my wheelbarrow off to the side and this guy you know tried to take it because he thought we were getting rid of it which is completely reasonable you know it, was it, it a beat up wheelbarrow no i mean it, it was nice but it, we were still it was on the ground at the dump okay it was, you know, fair enough, you uh-huh. know, and, and like I get off the truck and there's like this guy that like does not speak like zero, zero English, you know, mm-hmm. and I kind of managed to mime and communicate. No, that's my wheelbarrow, but you can have the drawing table. Yeah. <laughs> so then he broke out with a UFO story and no Brazilian. No, uh, <laughs> we, this was the, the guy that pulled up after him because like he, you know, they, they did their thing and they took off and this other guy pulls up with a big trailer and on the side of my U-Haul truck is like this thing. It says like, you know, veterans, something or other, some veterans memorials and you know, cause they have the big murals on the side of the U-Haul trucks and mm-hmm. this one happened to be military themed and I'm, you know, taking a little break, just kind of hanging out the side of the truck and catching a little bit of the breeze. Cause it was like middle of the day. It was really hot. It was like, you know, it was over a hundred degrees inside of that truck. Yeah. So I had to take a little breather every now and then. And I'm hanging out the side of the truck and this little like kind of chubby, like short, like Latino guy and like a big gardener hat and like a neon green t-shirt. He like looks at the truck and he looks at me and says, Hey man, you a veteran? And I'm like, yeah, I was in the air force, you know, just thinking nothing of it. And he just kind of like laughs and, you know, goes back to doing what he's doing. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I get back in my truck and I grab the push room, start pushing some more crap out of the car, out of the back. And I turn around and the guy hops up into the truck. Whoa. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Because, like, my dad, you know, he, he'd taken a break. Like, he'd gone into, like, the cab of the truck. Because, you know, he's... Did, he's, you, he's, did he's, you unscrew from the, the brush and <laughs> stand ready with your bow staff? Yeah, start spinning <laughs> it around. No, uh, but my dad was in the truck and like, he was in the front, like, catching some AC. Because, you know, he's, he's an older man. He's in his 60s now. So, really shouldn't have been helping me at all. But he still did. And, anyway, I'm by myself. And then this dude hops up and he's like, hey, man, check this out. 
he pulls out his phone. He's got this like broken, like cracked screen, you know, jacked up, you know, like phone. He says, Hey, check out this picture. And he opens up this picture and I guess he was driving like uh east on I ten and he saw like two aircraft that were like flying around in like this weird pattern. And he happened to like have his phone out and he took a picture of them. And then like he took another picture, like just right after that, and in the picture in the clouds, it looks like there's like a, a circle that forms and a third aircraft appears right after that. Hmm. And he like he swears that there were only two and that like the third one was like hovering in the clouds or something. And it came out after that. Like the, the first two came out and then the third one came out behind it. Hmm. So, I mean, his thinking is maybe it was either hovering behind the clouds or it came through a portal. Hmm. He's like, hey, man, you ever see anything like this in the military? <laughs> I'm like, No. But you're absolutely talking to the right person because I'm really excited about this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like that. I don't know if it's like that crazy people will just talk to anybody that will listen to them or if I attract crazy people. But, you know, even like when I used to work for the post office all the time, I used to get stuff like this. But mm -hmm. like just every now and then I get a weirdo that wants to show me something weird. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, really happy about it every single time. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, this guy like a. Uh, Apparently, there's UFOs in Baytown. <laughs> They're everywhere, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, that's a crazy story. Yeah. That's a crazy, not just for the UFOs, but this guy jumped in your fucking truck. Like, the no only thing per, that I regret. No personal boundaries. The thing that I regret is that I didn't get him to send me the pictures. Oh, yeah. Because, like, like, I thought about that. Like, as we were, like, he'd, he'd already taken off and we'd finished and loaded up the truck and I'm getting ready to leave. I told my dad what had happened and he kind of laughed about it. And he was like, and I was like, oh, man, I should have got him to send me those pictures. We could have used them for the show. But yeah, could have been the cover. That could have been the cover up. photo. Uh, what's the dump like? Uh, actually, the dump in Pearland is the nicest dump I've ever been to. <laughs> really? It didn't smell bad at all. Hmm. Like, for a landfill, it did not smell like garbage one bit. Wow. It, it, I guess maybe they have, like, where they take the, you know, regular trash or whatever. Maybe that's somewhere else. Because there was, like, a big hill, and we were just kind of throwing our stuff on the side of the hill. And then the, you know, the heavy equipment would come in and kind of shuffle things around and, you know, flatten it out or whatever. But, yeah, nicest dump I've ever been to. Five hmm. stars. You got to dump Damn. your trash, do it in Paraland. Were there any uh, <laughs> stray dogs running around? There were not. Seagulls? No. What? No, it was like, it was, it's seriously the cleanest dump I've ever been to. I don't know if you were at a dump. I was, it might have been something else. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you're going to dump your trash at the water department. Yeah. <laughs> there was some guy charging me 80 bucks. So. Damn, 80 bucks to dump your trash? I dumped a lot of trash, man. It was like, like, you know, like I said, it was like probably three quarters the size of this room and about four feet tall. So hmm, it was wow. a lot of, you know, construction debris. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. did you throw away stuff you didn't feel like moving? Um, I'm doing that this week. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. I've got a sofa that no one's gonna want, you know. Oh yeah. It's like I had a I have a seven year old son and a dog, and you know, <laughs> and nobody wants to put in the effort to make that thing livable. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, dude. How about some tinfoil tirade? All right, let's do it. No, we're doing friend questions. We're doing friend questions? Yes. Okay. Rusty. <laughs> uh yeah we haven't done this in a while and we have no murder and mayhem no. to buffer that with no so might be a little bit of short episode this week <laughs> we're starting to say that like every week yeah every time we do a show might be a little short this week you got the first one yeah uh jeremy cowan asks all right jeremy all right if and when humans ever colonize space and meet aliens that are compatible for mating slash fornication what will be considered <laughs> Or what will that be considered? Interracial, intergalactic, interspecies? Hmm. 
Are we going to their planet? Um, then it's up for them to decide what it's called. Yeah, I guess. I guess that. Yeah, they they're the ones. We're the we're the ones busting in with our boners, like yeah. waving around. Hey guys, <laughs> want a party? Yeah, brought some space blue. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would be more concerned about the space STDs because. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that there's going to be some like nefarious group on their planet that wants to find out what happens with their STDs to our bodies. I mean, it wouldn't even have to be an STD. It would just be like germs that we're not used to. Right. I mean, compatibility does not necessarily mean that it's a thing that should happen. Right. You know. Well, I agree with that, but there are people <laughs> on this planet that want to stick it into any living being they can. Yeah. And even fruit and vegetables. That's true. <laughs> and I just saw a lady uh sucking off a tailpipe of a vehicle what yeah it was it was on instagram was it like <laughs> hot uh i think it was, it was just it was just a joke i think ah, but, okay yeah but that that stuff does exist yeah um, yeah there, i've seen like a video of, like there's like some dude that's like in love with a car or something and yeah. fucks the gas tank yeah it's pretty yeah. weird yep takes all kinds uh you know if we show up on another planet we might not be welcomed all that yeah for that long yeah but uh Lucky for them, we usually send our best and brightest. Yeah, it's it's pretty hard to be an astronaut, so. Yeah. I mean, would an astronaut even be enough of a degenerate to think about that? Probably. I mean, depends on what the aliens look like. I if mean, they look like us and they're hot, but blue. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, Captain yeah. Kirk, you know. Yep, Captain Kirk slung dick. He did. All, all over the universe, man. Yeah, all over the galaxy. Yeah, so... I guess to answer your question, that's not really for us to decide. It's for the species that, you know. If they came here. Yeah, if they came here, we make the rules. Yeah. If we, we go there, they make the rules. I think yep. I think that's fair. No, it's totally fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Would we be accepting of, like, an intergalactic marriage? <laughs> I don't know, man. It would take a few years. Yeah. 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 I mean, not not in today's climate. Yeah, we're, we're, we're still sorting our own stuff out, man. It's whew, pretty. Oh. What else we got? <laughs> you all right? Yeah. I feel like I had to sneeze for a second. Could be a little dusty in here. I did clean today. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Ro- Robeson asks, how would you have made the Justice League movies different? Um, mm, I would have made them fun. <laughs> yeah, step one, make them fun. Yeah. Kind of well, like the Marvel movies. Yeah, a little brighter, you know that? Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't let Zack Snyder anywhere near him. I don't even think he was the problem. Uh, completely, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, You know, me being me? Yeah. <laughs> I would have just uh, taken all the TV actors and made a movie from their series, which they practically do anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, because they have crossover events between the shows and uh, just add like, you know, 50 million to the budget. Yeah. And uh, you got yourself a movie and people would probably enjoy it because those shows are pretty fun. Yeah. I don't really know enough about like DC. I I know that I saw those movies and... I didn't particularly enjoy them. Yeah. Dude, have you seen... Uh, they have great shows on the DC Universe app. I want to see that Swamp, Swamp Thing show. Thing. It looks great, but... Like, it's amazing. Is it really? Yes. It's so badass. It's a horror yeah. show. But, I mean, it's like it's like a haunted swamp plus yes. Swamp Thing. That's, it's badass. That sounds awesome. It is. It really is. Um, you know, with all these shows, they add in the soap opera factor right because you can't just have an hour of swamp thing swamp things inner monologue yeah. and you know it costs so much fucking money uh, 
But if you're accepting of that, it's it's a fucking fantastic show. Yeah. Uh, so is Doom Patrol that they have on there. Yeah. That show's really fucking funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, the comics and are very cool. very creative. Yeah. Like it's just it's weird. It yeah, yeah it's it's stuff you've never contemplated mm-hmm. being in a, a superhero genre show. Yeah. And also watched uh, Titans, and that that's pretty good. It's yeah. it's probably my least favorite of the three, but uh, that one seems to have kind of a like a CW teen vibe. It does. Yeah. But they say fuck and uh, <laughs> you know, etc. etc. So do the teens. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. There's good shit out there. I mean, it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be in movie format. Yeah. Um. Maybe just not make movies because Marvel does that well. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Warner Brothers makes cartoons. You know. Yeah. Aren't the way, like, aren't the cartoon better. shows like great? Teen. Uh. Uh. The Teen Titans show. Uh. What's it called? Well, there's it's Teen called... Titans, and then there's Teen Titans Go. That's like the the dumb funny one. No, no. It's uh. I think it's just Titans or. I don't remember. Anyway, that show is still running on the DC uh, Universe app, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it stayed amazing. Like, uh, you know, I was talking to Jess about. Uh, I've been having great conversations with my wife lately. I just want to throw that out there. Um, I told her about the uh, central banks. Yeah, <laughs> I explained <laughs> central banking to her. She worked for a uh, a credit union for you know. A long time and she never knew about central banks so i told her she thought that was interesting i explained world war ii <laughs> that was a good conversation but we also talked about uh um like taking a trip someday to warner brothers animation studio yeah because so much good shit has come out of there right and still is coming out of there yeah they really understand um animation like and how to bring drama into animation right whereas marvel doesn't fucking have the first clue like they're just there's an obvious difference in quality yeah yeah storytelling quality yeah that doesn't translate from the comics Mm. but uh, dc and warner brothers has no fucking problem there it's like they just knocked it out of the park with like batman the animated series and kind of stuck to that yeah they got it down dude yeah um so yeah, I'd I'd much I'd much rather go to the Warner Brothers Animation Studio than like the Disney mm-hmm. uh, Studio, whatever tour they have. Right. Just because I don't really care about it all that much, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. Did we answer the question? I think we did. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So good just enough. Maybe don't make movies. Yeah. Don't make yeah. movies. Do what you're good at. Would have spent the money on uh, other stuff, maybe. Um, Eric Eddy asks. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> how. Have you seen this nearly $600 Unicron being produced by Hasbro? Thoughts? Too expensive? Not not expensive enough? I looked it up. You did? I did. All right. Like, okay, before I started collecting any kind of toy. Oh, shit. Here we go. You know, I would have said, no, that's really stupid. Why would you spend $600 on an action figure? You uh-huh. know? But, you know, since I've started collecting, and I've kind of, I've, I've definitely changed my view on this a little bit. Like, I do see things that are like $150. And feel that that's like a reasonable purchase, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you got the, you got the extra scratch, you know, paid all your bills. Why not? Why not treat yourself? You know, get, buy that Ashley Wood figure. Treat yourself. But I and I did look at this uh, this Unicron that he's talking about. I think it's like twenty seven inches tall or something. Or no, it's like thirty seven. It's like thirty inches. Whenever you turn is it, it into the twenty fifth anniversary thing. It's the one that Hasbro has this thing that's kind of like Kickstarter uh-huh. on their site. Yeah, yeah. That like they they crowdfund special edition toys. Yes, they yeah. did that with. Um... Oh, what did I see them do that with? I think it was uh, Snake Mountain, maybe? Yeah. Or something like that. Mattel did that. Okay. Yeah. 
Mattel, Mattel's doing the same thing, I think. Yeah. And, and I think that's a cool way to get those kind of things made. Because, you know, that's not Jesus for everybody. Jesus Christ, it's two feet tall? Yeah, it's huge. Holy it's really fuck. big. It, it has like 50 points badass. of articulation or something like that. Yeah. And it looks really great, you know? 20 of those are in the fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks amazing. Um, 600 bucks? I mean, if you really love Transformers and you've got the banging collection and, you know, yeah, you, you've, you've, you've bought everything... But this would be like a kind of like a capstone piece to have. Yeah, if you have everything else, six hundred bucks is kind of a drop in the bucket. At it that really point. is. Yeah, yeah, you've already spent all that money and done all that hunting, and you know. Yeah. So I don't see why not. I, yeah, if, if you got the extra money, man, you know. I'm trying to think, make yourself happy. I, I mean, don't think I have anything worth that much. Do you know how much like dumbasses spend on their car that they're gonna crash? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like people spend that's true thousands of dollars on these like race cars that they're yeah. gonna like take to the track. And, like, immediately blow up the motor just to, like, try to win a race. Or how about a boat? Yeah. That's, like... A boat's crazy expensive. Yeah. You gotta throw money at that thing constantly. Like, my dad's going through that right now. He bought, like, a really nice boat, like, when he retired. And, like, he's just, like, had hell with it since, like, you know, basically the second time he launched it, you know? Yeah, you kind of have to... I don't know, man. But, I mean, if, if you're gonna, like, have a hobby like that where you're just, like, amassing, like, all this stuff and then, you know... There's this thing that's like this one particular item is particularly high priced. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, do it. You what got- would be cool is if it also came with the cast of Transformers the movie in G.I. Joe size. <laughs> that would be sick. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> you got our answer, Eric. Yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, if you got the money, go for it. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. All right. Ready for some tinfoil tirade? Sure. All right, what do we got, Brennan? American hero John oh, McAfee. Oh, don't say that. He's not even American. He's British. But yeah, this story is pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. Okay. So John McAfee uh, was captured in the Dominican Republican. Dominican Republican. Dominican Republic. I don't think those exist. <laughs> Something tells me. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I guess this is like five, six days ago. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, captured and almost immediately released from custody after being on the run for several days. Uh, he had a whole bunch of firearms on a boat. And it was like him, his wife, and like, I think four other people. Uh, I'm not sure what the actual charges were. Being a dirty man. <laughs> I mean, is, is it like, okay. Yeah, it doesn't say what he was charged with god damn looking at his face his yeah. skin does look like it gets pooped on yeah it's all cracked and he just leathery he lives on a thin boat. leather he's like a pirate man yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah so this guy was uh he was arrested and his lawyer was basically threatening that there was a dead man switch you know this is where the tinfoil comes in yeah oh hang on does he have a dead man switch? I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? However, he was released from custody within hours. Within hours of making that statement, right? Yeah, and like he was like on a boat with like a bunch of high caliber weapons, yeah. like and was detained in international waters. And, like, and he's wanted for murder in uh Belize. Belize, yes. Yeah. yeah. Wanted for murder. And I don't yet, know, man. He was released from <laughs> yeah, released from jail within a couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, at the time he was claiming that the CIA was the ones 
who picked him up out of the water. Really? That that was his, that was his initial. Huh. Like he said, the CIA had been following him for a couple of days, and that yeah. guy is just so fucking coked out of his mind. Yeah, it's though. hard to tell because he's on like so know. many drugs. You know? Yeah, half of him he probably makes himself. Yeah, he, he he's he's a hobbyist. Yeah, hobby chemist. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't either. I love this kind of shit, but yeah, I, I can't tell you either way. So yeah, John McAfee is free now. And just yesterday was already threatening to run for president against Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> for, on 2020. Yeah. Uh, on what party? Uh, it didn't say, yeah. but. I don't yeah. know. I don't know anybody that would accept him. He, he, he would, I'm sure he would run as an independent. But. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. If he has the money to. Yeah, I don't know. He would. Uh, I don't know, man. Does he really need the money? He seems like he can generate a stunt, you know? I don't think <laughs> he has that much money left. I could be wrong. Yeah. I really don't know. The documentary made it seem like. He's wealthy, but not super wealthy. Right. You know, um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. All right. Yeah. So that guy's got to have an expiration date, though, as hard as he pushes the drugs. Yeah. And how insane he seems to be now. And when he finally does die, he's going to it's going to just set off, you know, so much conspiracy thinking, I think. <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> it's exciting. What else we got, Brennan? All right. Um, Oumuamua. I- Oumuamua like alien craft found on Google Sky. Yeah, so the, apparently there's <laughs> this like cigar shaped UFO. Looks like a space submarine. It looks like a, a fish turd. <laughs> fish turd, yeah, I see that. Yeah. But uh yeah, there's this uh cigar shaped craft that apparently has been seen multiple times on uh Google Sky floating around this particular, you know, I guess quadrant of space. <laughs> uh yeah, supposedly it's just huge spaceship. Let go back up. Let me. Uh, the craft is fourteen hundred meters in width, one hundred twenty meters high, and can be found at these coordinates: two four one three two point three eight seven five three one six point five one. So my question is, why do they think it's cigar shaped? How? how it, it-, it would be an incredible coincidence that this thing was in a elongated position in the sky when this when the satellite took this picture yeah to me it'd be more likely to be like a disc or like an unknown shape rather than being long like this right or maybe just like a belt of like you know debris i don't know i don't know it's uh it's weird looking yeah it's sure it's weird looking but i don't know and we also have to what is the name of this website secureteam.com yeah 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 i think you found one of those weird uh 90s websites yeah it's it's very i don't know it's uh it's web 1.0 yeah looking i don't know man when did this come out uh this came out in is this new march oh shit yeah Yeah. i don't know it it came up on my like little google suggestions or something because i don't know hey you're a weirdo (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i'm not really buying this guy uh i'm not either i'm curious it uh if it's really there it's something mm-hmm. but how far away how the size of it i don't know yeah the resolution's not very good it's really not that's for sure <laughs> all right next all right. okay ha- haunted doll drives poor girl insane at this texas apartment complex yeah this apartment complex is less than a mile from where we sit right now yeah yeah i, I used to work by this place and honestly yeah, it's it's this this apartment complex has like a kind of a creepy vibe about it. Like you see this building? Yeah. It looks like a lunchbox. Yeah. Like the old kind that your dad might have taken to a construction job. Yeah. <laughs> or like a tackle box. Yeah. I always like those buildings and I would like to buy one 
or construct one one day and turn it into Castle Grayskull. Because <laughs> it's the perfect shape for it. Um, anyway, uh, the Pasadena Lady in White. What the fuck? Yeah, so people have been hearing disembodied footsteps in this apartment complex. Uh, they've witnessed an apparition of a woman in a white dress walking through the hallways. Um, you know, some, apparently, like, some of them believe that it's a recent, like, a new haunting, but... Huh. You know, there's a, there's an eyewitness story. This woman says, uh, my mom's best friend had an apartment at uh, First Line quite a long time ago. It was, I was around six at a time, and my mom's best friend had a daughter who was seven, so they often played there together. Um, they would be playing in their uh, in the kitchen while their moms had coffee, and, and they'd be playing in the room, and her friend's room was at the end of the hallway, uh, and apparently they saw, like, the back of this lady in white that was, like, kneeling over the toy chest, and I guess it possessed a doll. <laughs> All right. So is that the end of the story, or? Well, like, uh, I guess, like, uh, her friend, like, went and, like, looked in the toy box. They were, like, freaked out or whatever. And they found, like, this ratty-looking doll. And, uh, her friend started carrying the doll, like, everywhere. And then, like, she would start talking to it. And, like, you know, just, like, more and more and more. Like, the doll, like, slowly started making her crazy or whatever. Like, she would only talk to this doll and, like, not talk to anybody else anymore. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd say this, uh... Well, it got to the point where uh, the daughter, like, stabbed her mother. With a oh, Jesus. Knife. Yeah. So the daughter's been institutionalized and hasn't been in Pasadena forever. And yeah. So basically, this doll drove her crazy and made her, like, attempt to murder her mother. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Pretty creepy. So I'm trying to be skeptical about this. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like she's she had mental problems. Uh, yeah. I don't think. I mean, just reading this story, it's hard for me to to get my head wrapped around that this uh, doll contains the spirit of this ghost. But I mean, a lot of people saw this lady in white. Yeah, that for some reason, (laughs) I I believe that a little more than it that ghost put itself into this doll. Well, I mean, it didn't necessarily put itself into it, but it gave her this doll, this ratty jacked up doll. The ghost gave her a doll? Like, the doll was in her toy box. Like, I guess it wasn't there before. Uh, so, I don't know. If I it's, don't know, I don't know if it's so much that it was possessing the doll. Right. But, you know, anything that's like, you know, I'm way more inclined to believe in this stuff. Really? Yeah, definitely. Why? Well, having lived in a haunted house. Oh, yeah. 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 I, Duh. I, yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, I, I'm way more open to this. I, I, I'm open to the ghost. I don't know about the ghost giving <laughs> the doll to this girl. And... The, the doll being a strange object that wasn't there before. Yeah. Um, but if a ghost gives you anything, you're going to be traumatized by that. Yeah. Especially if you're a kid. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, man. It's tough to say. <laughs> For some people, it'd be real easy to say. Yeah. Or impossible to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It just seems kind of weird. Yeah. Next story. China reveals unstoppable hypersonic weapons that are a death sentence for its enemies. <laughs> All right, China. Yay. Um, yeah, who would have thought 20 years ago when you thought about China <laughs> having <laughs> fucking cutting edge technology, war technology, it just wouldn't have made sense back then. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what they've been doing all this time when they weren't starting trouble with the rest of the world. Like, they, they right. weren't off starting trouble with the rest of the world. They were just, you know. Yeah, stealing re- our tech. Getting ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, 20 years from now, what are they going to be up to, you know? I don't know. That's the question. So they have a an unstoppable missile, basically. Uh, that's, that's what they're saying, yeah. Uh, it just basically rips, spa- like it rips ships into shreds. 
like in half. That's what it's designed to do. Wow. Uh, it, it just it looks like a drone that just has two sticks off the side of it, and it just flies straight through your ship. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's pretty much what our bunker busters are, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess th- there's a video of this thing doing its thing. The weapon is called the Dongfeng 17. So. <laughs> <laughs> The ballistic missile equipped with a hypersonic glide vehicle. Uh, the unstoppable nuke is said to... How are you going to glide at hypersonic speed? Yeah. At, at 7,680 miles per hour. I just now learned that hypersonic speed was a thing. So I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Apparently the super nuke is said to be capable of achieving speeds of up to 7,680 miles per hour. Ten times the speed of sound while carrying a nuclear warhead. Uh. I guess the, the the video footage of it was published by the China Aerospace and Science Tech, Science and Technology Corporation, and it's a government contractor, kind of like our. I guess it's their DARPA. Yeah. Um, so what's what's crazy about this is you're not supposed to be able to fly that fast within the Earth's atmosphere mm-hmm. because it builds up an incredible amount of heat. Yeah. And the tech, the real technology is in the materials used to dissipate or reflect that heat. Right. Because of all the, the friction in the air. So Where did that come from? Huh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I bet it would have happened in the Obama administration, though. Yeah. Because they, they're known for doing that. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to know, but I don't. Yeah, so there's just a bunch of pictures here of them like testing the thing, and it just doesn't... It seems like it maneuvers really well. It's just making a lot that's, of sharp turns. Yeah, and, that's yeah. pretty weird. That's crazy. But if you're going that fast, any, any small adjustment's going to be... Yeah, huge in the traje- trajectory of, of uh, where. You're yeah, going. like how how are they controlling that? Crazy. I don't know. That's that's the that's the benefit of having a drone. I mean, your pilot won't be liquefied. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so your shit just has to be strong enough to resist to not those g forces. Yeah. yeah. All right, scary. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ross Perot's dead. Yeah. R.I.P. Ross Perot. He, you know. I I remember Ross Perot running for president when I was a kid. Yeah. And me thinking this guy's really smart. I didn't I didn't really understand too much of what he was saying. Yeah. But the way he was communicating was different than other the other politicians. Right. And they seemed worried about it. Yeah. You know? Do you have any memories of him? Uh, or? I mean, yeah, I, I I mean, I remember him like actually kind of going on TV with a blackboard explaining the economy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, that was different. I don't know. I, I so the conspiracy around it though. Okay, is his family was threatened, so he dropped out of the race, and then something changed about that, so he got back into the race. Hmm. But by then, it was too late to win. Right. But he took enough votes away from uh, Bush Senior. Yeah. That Clinton actually beat him. Hmm. So that's the the only reason Clinton got into office was because Ross Perot was in the run it yeah. was in the race so who pulled those strings i don't know yeah uh bush senior bush senior ex-cia yeah exactly <laughs> or you know the clintons <laughs> who probably had cia ties yeah. at the time too who got their own pile of bodies for sure yeah uh running drugs out of arkansas yeah and, or into arkansas and people um yeah <laughs> pretty strange uh yeah. very interesting guy though um and i think he he led the way for like independent thinkers like you know yeah jesse ventura <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> just kidding but he also you know had a bunch he also put the idea of let's run the country like a business into people's heads so a few years later when a people sc- talk that talk but 
When a scrappy I have never. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about corruption, then yeah. But nobody's ever had. Nobody that's ever said that has actually done it. You know. Yeah. It's always. It's. It, that's just bullshit. They say to get elected. Yeah. Or whatever they want to fucking do. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So that's what Trump's supposed to be doing right now. That, yeah, that, that was supposed <laughs> to be the idea. That's 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 what I was getting at whenever kind of put that idea out into the world, you know, let's yeah. run the country like a business. Oh, here's the most famous businessman in the world running but for Bush, president. Bush wanted to do that too. He wanted to privatize a lot of stuff and he did and look where it is now, yeah. you know. Yep. Terrible. Um what else we got? Uh garlic festival. Garlic. I didn't I didn't hear about this until today. Yeah, the garlic festival shooting in Gilroy, California. When, when did this happen? Uh Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. So Okay, so not too far behind. Yeah. A uh, gunman opened fire at the Gilroy Garlic Festival in California, about 30 minutes south of San Jose. Three people were killed, including a six-year-old boy, and 12 were injured. Uh, the gunman is a guy named Santino William Lagon. Lagon. Uh, he's fatally shot by police at the scene. Uh, man, another idiot with a gun. Yeah, uh, good thing. I mean, this could have been way worse yeah. if he had any other benefits. Oh, so he had a he had an AK-4 type assault rifle yeah that's uh that's nothing to sneeze at yeah but had illegally purchased ak4 uh had body armor uh so he was he was ready to go down and uh, was able to get off shots for three or four seconds and then just shooting in every direction it says wasn't aiming at anyone in specific like specifically and yeah just trying to mow people down just mowing people down yeah Yeah. he was fairly unsuccessful at that (laughs) i mean (sighs) man He's at a crowded festival, and I'm not it's, it's, challenging anybody to do better. But it sucks to be that that's cynical. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. sucks, man. Like, <sighs> yeah, people deserve safety, but fuck. Yeah, you know, it would have. It probably would have been worse if there were ten people armed around him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so apparently this guy was like some kind of like white supremacist, I guess. Of course. Yeah. Uh, With a name like Lagan. Yeah. He had to be. Uh, he's, I guess on Instagram he posted, you know, something about the garlic festival or whatever. Then he uh, posted a caption trying to get people to read some white supremacist manifesto. Uh, yeah. Huh. I wonder what the FBI had to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I got jokes, even in the face of bullshit <laughs> like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a sketchy world. Yeah. It's only if if only there were people that could do something about this. <laughs> like who? The police. Uh, police, elected officials, <laughs> gun manufacturers. Yeah, can't count on that ever. No, nope. we're just gonna have to give everybody concealed carry licenses because <laughs> that's the solution, according to some. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, next story. That's yeah, a downer. Uh, this is straight from Fox News, so you know it's got to be true. Yeah. Um, so. Tulsi Gabbard uh, has moved to sue Google, which is very interesting. Apparently, after the debates, when her attention was at an all-time high, right? Uh, Google suspended her account for I think six hours or something like that. Really? Yeah, pretty crazy. Like, like what account did they suspend? Uh, her campaign account. Like her website or to where whatever analytics, I guess. Oh, okay. She so- was running or so- something that was. It was detrimental to her campaign for those six hours because she couldn't track like where to oh. to place the attention on. They suspended her ads account. That's what they did. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So that means she couldn't. She didn't know where to target her her campaign. Right. So this is pretty insane. It's incredibly. I mean, I don't know 
who controls what as far as who made the decision to do this. Right. But it's pretty ballsy, man. Uh, because this doesn't look good for Google at all. No. It looks like, I mean, we're, we're living under internet totalitarianism, you right. know, or I, I hear, I hear the term, a, a technocratic state. Yeah. I don't exactly know what it means, but this come that comes to mind when I hear about stuff like this. Yeah. Because it's basically, it's, but it's basically propaganda. Yeah. Like they're, they're steering people away from her campaign. Mm. By disabling it. It's very, very William Gibson, for sure. I, I like Tulsi Gabbard. I, I pretty much agree with everything she says. Yeah. Uh, I follow her on Instagram. She seems like a stand-up lady. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know how she's made it as far as she has. Uh, she's a veteran. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's... But I mean, like, and I guess, I guess it does somewhat prove that she's got something good going on if Google steps in and, and does this. But why now? I mean, that was a poor opportunity if yeah. they wanted to shut down her campaign. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I wonder what's gonna what obstacles are gonna face her in the future. I don't know. I, I like her better than Bernie. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. They they have a lot in common too. Yeah. But I just think, you know, she's kind of a fresh slate. Yeah. Compared to Bernie. Nice. Which Bernie's awesome because he's been consistent for decades. Fucking a hundred years. <laughs> yeah. But uh I don't know. Something about uh, Tulsi is exciting. Yeah. Even though I wouldn't call her an exciting person, you know? Right. Um, I'm tired of exciting people running for office. I want, I want someone boring. <laughs> I want somebody that has opinions that are educated opinions, you right. know? And they're not just trying to win a vote by saying buzzwords and playing into your fear. Yeah. You know? Uh, Good luck with that. I don't know. I like her. <laughs> she's not going to win. I, yeah. I have no faith she's going to win. No. But I'll watch her. All right. Interested. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the big. Uh, let's skip this one for now. Let's <laughs> let's let's save this for the last because you know we got a lot to say about that one. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get into Florida man. Florida man. Hashtag Florida man throws feces at judge during trial. Misses. Okay. So court officials say a uh, Florida man charged with burglary defecated during his criminal trial and tried to throw his feces at the judge. Uh, the Miami Herald reports that 33 year old. Dorleans Philidor. That's a great name. I'm glad you pronounced that correctly. Dorleans Philidor. I was scared shitless for you for a second. He was sitting in a wheelchair next to the Miami-Dade circuit judge, Lisa Walsh, when officials say he tried to throw his excrement at her. It didn't reach her. Uh, There were no jurors present at the time. Um, I guess he took took a dump in his pants, like, and, you know, just whipped it at her. Uh, They had to get everybody out while they sanitize the courtroom. Uh, Apparently he tried to this uh, to do this in a holding cell as well a few days before. Uh, he was acqui- he's acquitted on his burglary charge. Damn. What was he so pissed off about? I don't know. But now he's still facing like a Grand Theft Auto charge. Uh. Uh, it is unclear whether he'll face any charges involving the feces. So, my question is, <laughs> is he disabled to where he needs a wheelchair? Or is he so uh, so lit <laughs> that they strapped him to a wheelchair. <laughs> he was trying to steal a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, fuck. Maybe he got the shit beat out of him by the cops. I don't maybe. Know. I mean... Maybe his legs is busted. Either that or he's trying to steal a car in a wheelchair. Mm, which, you know... Yeah, that, that'd be ballsy. Yeah. This guy seems ballsy enough. He, he's, yeah, he's, he's... Balls are not throwing, his problem. Throwing shit at a judge. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Hashtag Florida, man. Good old Florida. Crazy. Block that, would you please? <laughs> okay. 
Uh, okay, what do we got? Oh, yeah, this was crazy. Yeah. Uh, dozens injured in Florida Mall explosion near LA Fitness. Uh, apparently there was a gas leak, quote unquote. Yeah. And, uh, see, when I read this story, I thought it was a terrorist attack, you know? Really? Yeah. What mall has a gas leak that explodes? Well, there was like some abandoned chicken restaurant that was like right across the way from this LA Fitness where these people were doing yoga. Is that what exploded? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's like a, it's an out of business, no, it was a pizza restaurant. It's a out of business restaurant called Pizza Fire, ironically enough. Hmm. Uh, like that's that's where they believe that the explosion originated but they can't really you know say but they're saying the first uh the first responders identified ruptured gas lines when they arrived on the scene and they were able to secure the leak but yeah there was a big explosion and all these people were doing yoga and i wonder who was doing yoga (laughs) what do you mean i mean this could have been made to look like an accident if you know what i'm saying (laughs) oh come on (laughs) come on hey it's a tinfoil tirade come on Right? So, yeah, this is tenfold Terry. Sometimes, like, shit just blows up in Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> a gator did it. I don't know, man. Yeah. It looks, it looks fishy. It seems fishy, but I guess. I mean, I mean why now, though? You know, that's, that's the question. It was yeah. abandoned for how long, you know? Yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah, that's 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 what piques my curiosity. Hmm. Who, who was there doing yoga is my question. <laughs> who are the players here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. This this just feels like some freaky shit that happened in Florida to me. What uh, what city was it? Plantation. Yeah, which is, I guess it's near Fort Lauderdale. Huh. I'm gonna look into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna laugh really hard if it turns out there's something fishy going on. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's uh. That's yeah. a non-story, I guess. It huh? really is. It kind of is at this point. Damn it! I remember putting that on there, but yeah. I thought it was weird. Yeah. Next. Uh, All right, we're gonna finish up the show with this because it's pretty insane. Billionaire, did you pause? No. Billionaire Jeffrey Epstein accused of paying girls as young as fourteen for sex. So we post we posted this on the doc like three weeks ago. Yeah, (laughs) two weeks ago. Um, Seems like there's not a lot of movement on this case um, in the news. Uh, No, it's it's been barely a blip. So word on the street is, and when I say that, I mean conspiracy street. You know. the news will only cover it in two different ways. Okay. Bill Clinton knows Jeffrey Epstein. And, right. And they'll run the story with pictures of Epstein and Bill Clinton together. That's right. Fox News. Right. Uh, MSNBC, CNN will will run the, the story as Trump knew Epstein. And they'll show pictures of Trump with Epstein. Right. Nobody is covering <laughs> the Epstein story, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's a lot coming out about uh i forget the guy's name that that gave him his first plea deal when uh, when he was first on ch- in uh when he was first charged with this in florida uh the feds let him go basically they gave him a plea deal yeah i don't know in exchange for what but it was uh acosta is that his name i think so acosta was the attorney that got him the deal now acosta is in the trump administration um I forget what his job is, but he he stepped down from that position. Right. And the word on the street is that Acosta was being blackmailed by Epstein because he took footage, photos. Right. He he got dirt on everyone in his circle uh, that would get on his his jet called the Lolita Express Mm -hmm. and fly to uh, his island, his (laughs) island, which is called. I don't remember. 
terminal. Orgy Island. Orgy Island. That's Orgy right. Island. Lolita Express to Orgy Island. Uh, he had a lot of guests there, high-profile guests. Um, supposedly, he got uh, footage of him of those people doing things with underage uh, girls, um, typically from I think thirteen to seventeen or something like that. Right. But definitely illegal. Right. And that was the dirt that he had on all those people, and it's somehow connected to uh, Anthony Weiner's uh, laptop. Um, and also some suicides that have happened recently. Mm-hmm. That cop, that New York cop that yeah. shot himself uh, was connected to this case. Really? Um, an FBI agent that shot himself in public on the dance floor at a club yeah. was also connected to this case. Oh, shit. Um, uh, what's his... I just said his name. Uh, Acosta. Acosta. Acosta's dad supposedly... And I'm, I might be getting this wrong. I didn't even want to talk about this. But until I confirmed everything, but supposedly Acosta's dad ran the a Haitian uh, children's. No, it's Somali. You were saying earlier. I think I was wrong. I, I okay. think it was Haitian. Okay. Um, children's uh, orphanage or you know youth program of some kind, and that was connected to the Clinton Foundation. Mm. So everything that's fucking dark about this story is connected. In some fucking way, yeah, and it's all it 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 all revolves around blackmail and sick fucks, you know. Yep. Uh, I guess we're gonna have to fucking keep talking about this as it unfolds. Yeah, because there's it seems like there's more and more that comes out every week. I mean, this is just this is just two two weeks, and already conspiracy theorists are are connecting dots, you know. Right. So who knows what the FBI is gonna do, you know. If they're allowed to do anything, yeah. I, I don't know what the leverage is uh, to keep this guy out of prison or alive. But he's already been supposedly assaulted. Uh, it hasn't been confirmed whether or not that was a suicide attempt or an assault by. What's your guess? If you had dirt on some of the most powerful, influential people in the U.S., what would be your guess? Brendan? Well, I mean, my guess would be that it was an assault. And considering that his cellmate was, you know, a corrupt cop that was selling coke and is connected to like four murders. Yeah. Uh, that would. Did be, I tell you that, or did you find that out? I found that on my own. Okay, good. And that would be my guess. Yeah. But the cop is saying that he tried to help him. He tried to help him kill himself. He tried to help him survive. Oh. Like I guess he like woke up and maybe saw that he was hanging himself or something. Uh, convenient. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you hear someone choking to death next to you. Cells yeah. are very small. Um. I don't know. I don't know either, Brennan, but this shit is fucking wild. Yep. I don't know. It shit is so fucking dark, man. It is. It is so fucking dark. And it's just getting darker too and becoming more and more visible. And so <laughs> this is this is this is a story I was I was holding for next episode, but they found they were searching the Vatican for a missing 14-year-old girl. Yes. And instead of finding the girl, they found thousands and thousands of bones yeah. that nobody can identify. Like, mm-hmm. they don't know. They're just people that died or were murdered or whatever. Right. And they were under a facility in the Vatican. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they were under the Vatican itself, but yeah. they were in the Vatican's territory. Right. Is that connected somehow? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but it seems like the shit is... The planet is run by sex offenders. Yes. Let's just say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, 
I think of a George H.W. Bush quote. He said, and I, I think it was him. I, I can't I can't remember, but I think it was something like if they found out what we what we were really doing, we would end up hanging from a rope. And I think that was him. I yeah. think that's him that said that. Um, where do we go from here, Brendan? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm glad we did this at the end. <laughs> I'm creeped out right now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I've got goosebumps. Like, yeah, I just I want to go home. I shake my head, <laughs> and I, I don't know what to say. Uh, let's get out of here, Brennan. Yeah. Revengeoftheworld.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to uh, LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, if you want to get in touch with them... You can email them at info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Uh, also, thank you to Jessica Dieter, agent of insurance. Do you need uh, better deals on home, auto, or flood insurance? Maybe some renter's insurance? Well, you can call Jessica Dieter at 281-607-5263 or you can email jessica.deter at ghfs.net um she is going to save you money all you have to do is pick up the phone or your fingers and type her a little message um that's what she does that's her job does it well and she offers triple a rated by me customer service (laughs) (laughs) so check it out all right uh brennan you got anything else nah man me either thanks to mockingbird network Uh, Go check them out. And we're out of here. Bye. Gently go fuck someone.